atop Boston, it's Celtics Express, where we bring you the latest in the quest for Banner 18. It's the Prince of the Parquet, the Captain of Causeway, the Governor of Green. Oh, wait, really? He quit? Okay, then. Here's your host, Jay Corwin. All right, all right, all right. Dry off. Come on in. Welcome to Celtics Express, the only place for you to find all the numbers, sounds, and the NBA pomp and circumstance you desire. We come with recaps and previews several mornings a week. Keep track of us on iTunes, OTG Basketball, Blog Talk Radio, and of course at Celtics Express on Twitter on this journey into the Celtics beat. We'll look back at Thursday night's Midtown Manhattan Meltdown. It has the Celtics now losers of two consecutive games for the first time since they started the season 0-2. Also hear from callers on the Celtics Express customer service line. Teddy Tuhat says the line was blowing up for the rivalry game. We'll take a peek at what's next for the team as well. Michael Beasley picking up the slack for Chris Stapps, Porzingis. The Knicks down the Celtics 102-93 at Madison Square Garden. Beasley looking like the garden ghost of Bernard King out there. 32 points, 12 boards in 25 minutes, including 28 on 11 of 15 shooting in the second half. The 20,000 fans that packed into the world's most famous arena, letting the love be known as Beasley took over down the stretch, seemingly hitting every shot. We pick up the call from TNT as the 10th-year Kansas State product stepped to the charity stripe with five minutes to go. That's tomorrow at midnight on TBS. <laughs> they are chanting MVP for Michael Beasley. After the game, tongue-in-cheek, Beasley said he didn't hate it. It's fun, uh, especially when the shots, shots are falling. You're getting stops. You're getting out running. Um, yeah, it's a fun game, man. If you don't love basketball, especially at my age, why do you need to start thinking about doing something else? Beasley was also asked when did he know he had the hot hand. His answer, January 9th, 1989, the day he was born. Porzingis, the unicorn, returned after missing the last two games with a knee injury. He shot like a unicorn, scoring just one point while missing all 11 of his shots. Thanks to me, the game was close. Um, I kept it I kept it close. Otherwise, I think we should have won by by a bigger difference. It felt good. As soon as I let him go, it felt good. It's just uh, one of those nights that nothing goes in. And uh, Kobe says, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Uh, today, I missed all 100. You know, so. <laughs> New York has now won 5 of 6 to improve to 17-14 and 14 on the season. Enos Cantor continues to be big time for the Knicks. He put up 14-10. and 10. He's been on my all-NBA underrated list for years, along with guys like Chris Middleton of the Bucs, Tyler Johnson from Miami. The Turkish-born Cantor is excelling through some major distractions as well, as Istanbul's chief prosecutor says he'll seek a prison sentence for Cantor following a series of tweets blasting the Turkish president back in 2016. Turkish prosecutors say they'll seek a four-year sentence and proceed via absentee trial. Cantor spoke on the distraction. Do you even have any like family who calls you who is scared? If you're not scared, doesn't anyone worry well, about this? That's the, that's, the, that's the crazy side. They cannot really call me because if they call me, then they'll be again more ugly. But I, don't, I, I say this before, man. I mean, this, that dude is maniac. I mean, think about it. I mean, America, you got freedom of speech. Crazy. So that's what I'm really on right now. Just make the and drive, drive 
Cantor even slipping in a little shot at the Trump administration there. Boston outscored 34-25 to in the fourth quarter, again making a late rally on the back of who else? Kyrie Irving. He tallied 32 points for the now 26-9 and Celtics. Green Nation, of course, freaking out after a subpar week and change. Kyrie, you bugging? I know everybody else in the world is going to hit the panic button, so not making sense for us to hit it. You know, that's part of the game. Second back-to-back loss of our season. Um, you know, just consistently learning. Going to be lulls and, and weeks where we go up and down. I, I, I've been saying it throughout the season, even when we had the strong start. With the Celtics again trailing late, we basically saw the give Kyrie the ball and get out of the way offense. If that's going to be the plan, I think the Seas need to implement that gritty three-minute all-out play with more than two and a half minutes left on the clock. They're just running out of time. The urgency team-wide has not been there throughout long stretches in the third and fourth quarters. The Seas have had halftime leads or been close if trailing, but they've not been able to put enough defensive stands together to come back, which they did routinely during that 16-game winning streak. Of course, the Celtics front-loaded schedule with that 10-day trip to London looming in January with just one game mixed in that stretch. That appears to be catching up with the team. The Seas did appear to be taking control of this game in the third quarter. Kyrie Irving with three three-pointers, one by Jason Tatum. Boston had a nine-point lead halfway through that period. Beasley then with three straight baskets, all told. The game tied at 68, headed to the fourth. The game back and forth for a bit before Knicks' 15-6 run. Beasley outscored the Celtics 11-4. New York had an 86-79 lead. Boston not able to get closer than six for the rest of the evening. We break down the numbers. The Celtics out-rebounded again 49-35. to That was leveled out a bit by Boston's 10 turnovers. That's better compared to 17 for the Knickerbockers. The Celtics' subpar shooting continues, though. Under 40% from the field, less than 35% from three. The Knicks, however, hit north of 60% from deep on just 14 shots. Celtics sat Jalen Brown for just the third time this season because of left Achilles tendon soreness, something you don't want to play with. He started 32 of 34 games thus far. Shane Larkin out with a sore left knee. He's being checked Friday again in Boston. Marcus Morris missed his eighth straight game with knee soreness. He did say jogged in Central Park Thursday. Felt pretty good. He's planning on giving green teamers a gift with a Christmas Day return. Rookie Jason Tatum continuing to show up. He added 17 points, 2 of 6 from 3. He falls to just under 50% from behind the arc on the season. 53 of 107, leading the league for much of the season. That now puts him just behind George Hill of Sacramento and Trey Lyle of Denver. Those two have only taken 130 shots between them, though. Tatum has been a fun watch in his rookie campaign and certainly in the conversation for Rookie of the Year. When I watch him, I see a mix of players, definitely some Scotty, some Grant Hill, and, of course, a touch of Paul Pierce. On ESPN's The Sixth Thursday before the game, Tatum giving us an insight on that rookie race and also some player comps. How much do you pay attention, be real, to what Simmons and Donovan Mitchell are doing, and do you compete with those guys from afar? Uh, I definitely pay attention. Um, you know, NBA is on every night, uh, and I mean, you can't stay away from it from social media. But uh, you know, I'm happy for you know those guys. Uh, you know, they're playing extremely well, and uh, I'm just trying to stay up there. How does a guy who shot 34.2 percent from three at Duke last year lead the league at 51.5 in the NBA as a rookie? How does that happen? I wish I knew. Um, I never would have thought I shot. 52% this year, but uh, you know that was one of the knocks on my game. You know, coming to the draft, that uh, you know, shooting the three. You know, so my trainer, you know, Drew and I this summer, uh, we shot 253s a day, you know, just to get ready for the draft and uh, expand my game. When you look at your game, who would you say that you most model your game after? My favorite player ever, you know, growing up was Kobe. But um, you know, when I was in high school, 
Um, I really tried to model my game after Carmelo and uh, Paul George. You know, those are two of my favorite players to watch, um, you know, when I was growing up in high school and in college. And, uh, you know, just to get a chance to play against those guys when, uh, when we played Oklahoma City, uh, I think that was the coolest part of this season so far, just you know, being on the same floor as them. I'm sure that's not making Mello or George feel any younger. So with that, we put a wrap on the Celtics' loss in New York. The Celtics Express customer service line hot after the game. Teddy, what's up in the booth? Got NBA on the brain? Call the sex line. Whoa there. That's Celtics Express customer service. Give us your take at 617-807-0013 to be heard on the show. Hey, this is Shen from New York. I uh, just finished watching the Celtics Knicks game, a rivalry that goes way back. Celtics came into the Garden, but uh, you know, right at the end of the day, the Knicks are just a better team. Michael Beasley all day, MVP, MVP, MVP. Hey, this is uh, Stephen Mustans. Uh, I just wanted to give a quick update on the Celtics of where they're at right now. They're struggling a little bit lately. Um, I feel like. They're uh, kind of out of uh, their rotational management right now. I think that they, you know, are really missing Marcus Morris, and he's a huge uh, component of their bench scoring in that second unit. And the understated part of their season is how many games they've played so far to this point in the season versus other teams. And, uh, you know, come, come the new year, their schedule gets real light. They get back to practice. I think that'll help them a lot. One of those things that's kind of been killing them lately, too, is former players coming back to haunt them. Kelly Olenek has a career night. Uh, Avery Bradley looked unstoppable when they played Detroit a couple of weeks ago. So I think that they're they're just fine. They weren't, as Brad said, they weren't as good as that 16-game winning streak. And they'll be just fine. Once they get more practice and uh, get some guys healthy, they'll be okay. They've got one foot away from the toilet, just as I suspected. The fairy dust has worn off. And his team is showing its true colors now. They might hold on to be regular season champions, but there's no way they make it out of the East. I've said it a thousand times. you got to have a top five player. They don't have one. That's it. Well, that last guy, a real downer for sure. But that's your right when you call the Celtics Express customer service line. It's all about you. You can be heard. Call 617-807-0013. Leave a message. With that, we look ahead as the Celtics now just one game ahead of the Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference. Boston will host the Bulls on Saturday, whose seven-game winning streak was snapped by LeBron and company Thursday with a 115-112 victory in Northeast Ohio. Rookie Lori Markinen had a team-high 25 points for Chicago. Denzel Valentine shipping in with 18 points in the loss. Chicago now 10-21 and coming in, but they've been a different team since the return of Nikola Mirotic after his jaw was broken by teammate Bobby Portis two months ago. The Bulls now 7-2 and two since his return. You recall Portis and the Bulls beat up on the Celtics in Chicago just a couple weeks ago, 108-85. Then the Celtics welcome in the Wizards to TD Garden on Christmas Day. Kyrie, you pumped for Christmas in Boston? Hoopla on Christmas doesn't really, I don't really get into that. I don't really necessarily think of Christmas as a holiday, so you know, I'm just happy that I get to be with my family. So, looking forward to playing in front of the fans on the 25th and uh, you know, just playing against a high-level Washington team and going against, uh, you know, great guys in there. And then, of course, opening presents and, you know, that whole thing. Okay, well, that game will be a 5 o'clock tip on ABC Christmas Day as we wrap up another episode of your favorite podcast. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, OTGBasketball.com, the home of everything NBA podcasts and writing there. You've got to check them out on the daily 
at Celtics Express on the Twitter machine. We thank our producer and Teddy Too Hot. Our Celtics Express customer service line callers are legions of fans. And of course, Dr. James Naismith. Until next time, I'm your host, Jay Corwin. Happy Christmas, Kwanzaa, and we'll see you at the Garden.